0: Howdy folks, please keep your hands and arms inside the train and remain seated at all times. Now then, hang on to them hats and glasses,
1: cause this here's a wildest ride in the wilderness. Howdy folks, welcome to the Extra Magic Hour, brought to you by the DCast and the Disney What do you get when you cross a former Disney cast member and a Disney superfan? You get the Extra Magic Hour, covering all things Disney Parks, past present and future now hang on to them hats and glasses because here's the wildest disney parks podcast in the wilderness
0: hey everyone this is sean
2: and i'm brooke
0: and we are the hosts of the extra magic hour we are a disney parks podcast primarily disneyland resort we are brought to you from the Decast podcast network also the official podcast of the disinsider.com just want to say hey how's everyone doing brooke how are you haven't we haven't been together in a while how you been
2: I know. It's been... A month. (laughs) I'm trying to remember how many tally marks I have on the wall now. Uh, Literally. Uh, Today is day 37, I believe. So it's... Wow. It's been pretty good. Um, Someone was doing a live stream a few days ago, someone who is a cast member who a former cast member who Mm -hmm. is now in law school. And they mentioned that being away from Disneyland and leaving the job and leaving the parks prior to this pandemic was a very good practice run.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. Uh, I'm
2: sure. Yeah. So being able to be okay with, uh, being away from the situation prior to it has really helped. And I'm so glad to be in a good physical place here in mm-hmm. Southern Oregon right. and be in an excellent place mentally as well. How've you been doing?
0: I've been good. I'm, um- my job still, If he, for those of you that don't know, I, I sell cars and uh, someone says that we're essential. So I'm still working. So um, that's fine. I don't mind. I don't mind it. Um, we haven't been that slow. We're actually busier than I thought we'd be. People that are coming in are, you know they're following we're following all the safety measures and everything right now but it's it's different it's a it's a different world and it's been like you know like i said we haven't done this show extra magic hour together in in a month and over a month last time we were last time we were together i was getting ready to go to disneyland so it was it was the week before i was getting ready to leave i know it seems like it was yesterday but it's been like i think five weeks that was since we've done it but we have had stuff out there we have had some great interviews you did the interviews with um chavez Mm mm-hmm and you did the interview with the folks from the Disney Channel show, which I is escaping yeah. my mind right now.
2: Coop and Cammie Ask the World. Right. It was Rebecca Metz and Paxton Booth who play okay. uh, the mom and the son, Ollie.
0: If you guys have not checked out those interviews, check them out on the DCAST uh, feed. Also, uh, Chris and myself from the DCAST had a chance to interview Fast Pass Facts last week. So um, <gasps> so Cool. It's been nice to have um, some different things, different people coming on, but it is nice to be back talking with you. Um, also, like we discussed about about a month so ago, uh, we are going to have a third host coming soon. Um, his name is Tim. Um, he's a huge, super uh, Disney fan as well, and um, he's actually sitting here with me tonight. Say hi, Tim. Hi guys. Okay. Hi Tim. <laughs> <laughs> so Tim Excited is listening to tonight. Next week, we're going to get him on, and we're going to learn Tim's story of what, uh, what why he loves Disney, and he's got a great history too. His his family worked for worked in the park as well, so um, I feel like Brooke and him will have some pretty good conversations and uh, they'll probably test each other's knowledge on the park for sure
3: oh definitely I'm
2: excited (laughs) I'm super excited for that and this is the first time by the way that I'm ever hearing your voice I (laughs) have not met this person I haven't seen him so this is like a really fun game oh I have met you oh my gosh I'm so sorry
0: he didn't talk at all but he was here
2: (laughs) yeah you were I oh i'm so sorry (laughs) oh it's all good
0: you're fine (laughs) that was so long ago don't worry about it yeah (laughs) so let's get into the show first thing we want to talk about is some 18 year old idiot decided he was going to try to um break into disneyland jeez (laughs) so um you're actually about about a week ago from when you guys are hearing this um an 18 year old kid tried to jump the fence off harbour boulevard and uh, got caught Pretty quickly, right behind Mission Breakout in a construction area. From what the news article said, that he uh, was—they assumed he was trying to steal construction equipment because he was in a construction area. So,
1: Mm.
0: when you worked there, did that happen a lot?
2: No, that never (laughs) happened.
0: Well, I guess they're never always completely closed either. So it's really (laughs) hard, you know. So it's probably
2: yeah. Disneyland is a place that really prides itself on being open 24 hours. It's not, or being operating 24 hours. Right. It's not open to guests for 24 hours, but it, there's always someone there. There's always yeah. security there. So being able to pull that off is kind of unheard of.
0: Right. And so- then- I, I know what you mean about saying that there, there's always someone there. When last time we were there we stayed in the Grand Californian and um our room was uh basically you looked out our room and we you could see the walkway walking over to um right past the monorail track going right there and where it goes into the into the Grand Californian. Mm-hmm. We were like over the monorail track. So I would stand there at my room at night looking out and they play music, really loud music all night long. Um, they were testing Grizzly River Run all night long one night. They just kept saying, testing, testing, and really loud horn. So that, that, that was exciting. So you're right. There's always something going on there. So
2: <laughs> We love those third shift cast members. They are some they of are. the hardest working people. I've
0: they heard are. there's actually more third shift uh, cast members mo- some, sometimes than there are actually people during the day getting everything ready for the next day.
2: I could believe that.
0: Okay, perfect. So now we're going to talk about, um, unfor- it's an unfortunate circumstance. We're going to talk about that right now there are 100,000 um, between Disney World and Disneyland Resorts um, cast members that are on furlough. So if you don't know what a furlough means, furlough does not mean that you were laid off from your job. Furlough basically means that you... They, they let you go and they're not going to pay you anymore. So you have the opportunity to collect unemployment, which is really good, especially in these times right now because there is the extra, the extra bump everyone's getting, which is nice. But the, the, the biggest key about the furlough is that any employee who had, has medical insurance, um, Disney is still paying that for them. So,
2: Oh, I didn't know that.
0: Yeah that that's what furlough means. So it's it's, okay. it's it's not it's it's not just getting laid off. Like if you're laid off um there's no guarantee that your job is is safe. When you're furloughed, your job is safe. You're guaranteed when they can rehire you or or bring you back, they will bring you back. Your job is not going anywhere, which for the people out there for the cast members who from what I, you've told me Brooke a lot of cast members listen to us, so just know that we're that we're rooting for you guys and we support you guys and love you guys and we know you'll be back soon but on those lines you have a lot of friends that are cast members. What's the vibe down there? What, have you heard anything that you can share with us or.
2: So like anything else, um, it varies from person to person, uh, Disneyland resort for load 30,000 cast members approximately. And Walt Disney world, it was 70,000. Right. Uh, so every day is different and every person is different. I've had some people tell me that they're really having a tough time with their own identity
1: Mm -hmm.
2: and it's, it's not a bad thing, Mm -hmm. but I understand when you've made so much of your life and your own identity around Disney and around the company, when that gets taken away from you, and you're no longer able to be physically in the parks or not able to work your job every day, Right, that's tough. So it's I've gotta been be- trying. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, you're, you're fine. I, I was just trying to say that it's important to remind yourself and remind other people who might be going through this, that you are so much more than your job. Right. I, I really hope that people are understanding that as tough as it is, you have so much to offer this world and offer yourself. And no matter what state your job is in, you are always magical.
0: Oh, absolutely. So the, the thing with that is, like you said, and you've you've worked there, so you know that you have that mentality in your head. You're a Disney cast member. That's You're always representing that company. When you're employed by them, mm-hmm. you're always representing them. Everything you do is going to come back on, well, you work at disneyland you know so i could totally see their point that they have no idea what they're doing right now what to do or or they have no one to entertain or to whatever so i my heart goes out to all of them it's i mean it, not even just disney employees but anyone right now who's out of work yeah. which, was, which i mean there's every every week there's four or five more million people that are filing for unemployment it's absolutely insane and i, under, I understand the reason that everything's being done and i'm not against that but um just like, it's like 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 we said just know that we we're, we're thinking of you guys and rooting for you all and you'll get your identity back and you'll be able to be there soon uh you know making everybody happy and sharing that magic again for sure
3: yeah,
2: mm-hmm. yeah. uh on more of a lighter note however uh so many people including cast members have also taken this time to uh be more creative in their endeavors mm-hmm. to take Correct. some time to themselves to take a breath and look at the things that they can do in their own life that are still very magical and still make them happy. So I'm seeing so many people, uh, baking new recipes uh my friend runs cosplay kitchen show which is a youtube channel where she uh she's been making a lot of disney dishes and cosplaying as different characters as she makes these dishes has
0: she made the monte Uh, cristo yet
2: i think she has made the monte cristo um i'm
0: I need, to, I, need oh. to, I need that sent I need that sent to me.
2: You, oh, oh
0: the, last, uh. the last
2: one she made was the countdown chicken Fusili from oh. Pizza Planet. Oh, my, that's is,
0: my that's one of my daughter's so, favorites. Geez.
2: Yeah, her husband used to work in the kitchen for Pizza Planet back when it was Pizza Port, and uh-huh. so she absolutely loves that countdown chicken Fusili as well. And she was like, I got to make it now. Yeah, no um, doubt. Yeah, <laughs> people are writing new things. They are singing and making music and dancing. And that is just the coolest thing to be able to see from afar. And yeah, I just keep, keep checking in on all of your friends as often as you are able to and make sure that they're doing okay. For sure. Yeah. So
0: according to some, uh, bank banker dude, he says that the, mm-hmm. uh, he says the parks are going to be closed till 2021. Um, I don't know if they're going to be closed that long. Um, what are your thoughts? How long do you think that the, the parks will be shut down? Cause I've heard that Florida is already ahead of the curve to, uh, to, um, you know, come up with reopening plans. I think it was, is it Shanghai? That's already doing queues right now that are six foot that they're working on their queues and stuff like that. So, social distancing. Mm-hmm. so what yeah. do you think, how long it's going to be? What I, I think you told me you're thinking September.
2: Yeah. at Minimal,
1: minimal September. September. Okay.
2: Um, I know that there are some amusement parks, not theme parks, but amusement parks in other countries who are currently open. And as as good as I think social distancing in queue lines are, I also think that it's probably a bad idea at the moment to open because we're still in this state right. of unknowing. Unknown, I, exactly. I, mm-hmm, uh, I saw a video of people on a roller coaster, and granted they all had masks on and they were all seated every other seat
0: you sent us that picture that was pretty funny
2: (laughs) however the way that roller coasters work is whoever is in front of you if they laugh if they uh accidentally spit if they puke if anything happens it goes to everyone behind them Uh because of the way that the car is traveling the train (laughs) and i that and i just can't see a whole mass gathering of people even if they're super careful being able to follow those rules sure i get that so i say it with love as much as i want the parks to be open as much as i want all of those social distancing measures to be in place and get back to being in the parks right now is definitely not the time to do that
0: Right. I'm not going to sound selfish or greedy, but um, I rescheduled my vacation for the last week in July. Oh, so, nice. if, so if Disney, if you want to open like <laughs> um, July 25th, that's fine. Cause I'll be there the following week, <laughs> Yeah, but I, I get
2: all my fingers and toes for you. <laughs>
0: but so again, I, I told, I totally understand where you're coming from. And, you know, I was talking to my wife about this and, you know, Bob Iger has said that there's a possibility that they're going to be doing You know, temperature checks of every single person coming in, which that's fine. What do you think about the the, about everyone having to wear a mask? Do you think that would be something that would be, I feasible for one?
2: Okay, my favorite example is when Tokyo Disneyland had an earthquake back in I think 2011. That giant earthquake, right? Their guests were so wonderful. And their cast members were so well-trained. I applaud what they did so much. They got all of the guests to patiently sit down and be quiet. They all just sat down at once until the shaking stopped and they got them giant Duffy bears to cover their heads with. And I'm not sure if we could do the same thing in a U.S. park. I don't think everyone would want to wear a mask and I'm not quite sure how we could enforce that. Right. But I will say I, after I heard about the temperature check thing, I thought like, Oh man, are we going to get a, a nurse or are we going to have to hire more people to stick thermometers in people's mouths? And right. then I realized that there's a way to do this with laser technology, which is uh-huh. most likely how we're, how that would happen. I thought that right. was so cool. And so that led me down an entire rabbit hole of (laughs) learning, uh, how they can check temperatures from some of them, uh, 30 centimeters away. Mm -hmm. Um, the accuracy of them, that was so cool. So here's the question I
0: have about the accuracy, Yeah, how accurate is it going to be if it's 105 degrees outside and you're standing in the sun and they're shining that on your head?
2: Uh, I feel like there's Good point. I do feel there's a way to <laughs> calibrate those things. I would hope so. <laughs> um, Because once again, it's not just a thermometer being stuck down your mouth. Sure, it's an sure, entire sure. system. And right. I'd love to send you the article. Uh, I talked my friend's ears off the other day when I found out about it. We were all making jokes and I was like, dude, no, really? Like, have you seen like what the difference between low emission radiation waves and high emission like i right. really enjoyed learning about the science and i if there is one thing i know it's that i don't know anything and no, I, so absolutely. i would <laughs> i would much rather spend my time researching all of the possibilities that might happen mm-hmm. before i form a concrete opinion on things. I and I know that's really hard to say on a podcast show, mm-hmm. um, but we're learning new things about this every day, so I would much rather focus on the good things that that might happen and not... How do I phrase this? Uh, and, and not... Um, not necessarily jump to conclusions um, uh, about other things. Even though I do want the park to be open, I, I, I don't think that we're in a place right now where we know enough.
0: I get that. Something else, something that we do know a lot about is our sponsor. So let's take a quick break and hear from our sponsor. That was probably my best segue ever. So That was so let's, sly, let's, Sean.
2: Let's keep, that
1: was really let's good. Let's go with
0: that and that <laughs> that was great. So like you know like David always says on the uh, on the main decast show, make sure you get you some of that. So <laughs> <laughs> Whatever oh, I our, love it. <laughs> whatever our sponsor is, make sure you get you some of that. So we are going to talk about um with the parks being closed um the, uh, like I said this is more of a Disneyland um show than it is on the on the east coast we're going to talk about disney uh annual pass holders um what kind what the information is right now basically on that of uh what can happen with your pass there's basically two options that you can uh that you can go with i want to thank um disney disneyland website and also five fires youtube for um, a great video on explaining this the best way that he possibly could if you guys don't know who the cali bay is uh, mondo from uh, five fires youtube definitely check him out he is great and always has great information has probably some of the best um tips on how to get a uh, boarding pass as well so
2: <laughs> yeah thank you Mondo.
0: yeah he's great so basically there are two options for you to get for for, for your um for your annual pass right now, there's a uh, no extension. Basically what basically what that means is that uh, payments are going to be stopped until the park reopens. Um, the payments after March 12th were were, were refunded to the folks that, that made that payment after March 12th and that time when they weren't sure what they were going to do or how long they were going to be closed. Um, <coughs> sorry about that. Um, where I lost my thing here. Says that, at, at, so basically... If the park opens, so, so this one here on the, on the no extension one, there'll be no, there'll be an extension of the after the park reopens. I, I messed up my notes here. So basically what that means is if, say the parks are closed for three months. Okay. So the mar- parks are closed April, May and June. Let's just say that you're, if, if you don't want to get an extension at the end, at, at the end of when it, when it opens back up in July, your payments will start again but you will not get an extent. You you will not get the days missed added back on to your, you see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So basically, so when your contract runs up, if your contract was up in the middle of that, if your contract is up in September, you only, you're only you only going to pay until you're going to pay July, August, think July and August. Then when you're done in September, your, your, your pass is done because there's no extension to it. So, and, but you're not going to, but I'm, I totally messed it up. I apologize for that. So
2: you're fine.
0: Yeah. So then there's the extent the extension option which makes more sense. I don't know I don't know why everyone wouldn't do this. So payments are post or were, were postponed starting April 5th. So they stop your payments on April 5th. Um once the park opens, your payments obviously are going to resume. Um the pass your your pass will be extended for the number of days that the park was closed. So you're not paying for say again for for the 3 months that the park was closed. But on that, when when you start back up, your annual pass is going to go on for three more months, which could be nice for a lot of people. Because if you normally, when the prices upgrade in the beginning in February, whatever, you're going to still be paying that cheaper price. So, and you do need to call Disneyland directly and talk to their AP hotline and let them know which way you want to go with this. Do you have any information on the AP pass on annual pass holders uh, program there, Brooke?
2: I don't, uh, but I mostly know that people have been having trouble getting to it because there are real people on the line who are trying right. to help you and everyone is trying to work out the payments of their annual pass or get refunds and just the main Bear thing is be Bear patient. Yeah, absolutely. Be very patient with them. Yes. I'm sure they've seen a lot.
0: I couldn't imagine some of the calls they're getting, you know, well, I'm supposed to be there tomorrow. And what are you going to do about it? I, I, those people that are still working, taking those calls, you are the best people in the whole world because I'm sure you're dealing with some really upset people. So, yeah, that's how it is for the annual pass. So, so is an extension or non-extension? If it was me, I would extend it because you're not losing anything. You're just saving some money in the long run because your price isn't going to go up. So, yep. that's that. <laughs> um, one thing I didn't realize is that the month of April is a huge month for Disney Parks opening. Um, yep. It's when they opened Disney Parks. Um, we were doing the rundown and uh, Brooke had said that uh, Tokyo Disneyland and Disneyland Parish are both celebrating anniversaries this month. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: what anniversaries are they? Why, when did they both open?
2: So Tokyo Disneyland first opened on April 15th, 1983, and Disneyland Paris opened as Euro Disney April 12th of 1992
0: did you know that Euro Disney Disneyland Paris or whatever it's called has went through seven different name changes? Seven. Yeah. I saw, I saw this video it was like Euro Disney. Then it was Disneyland Euro. Then it was this Then it was Disneyland Paris. Then they went to something else and it's back Disneyland Paris again.
2: (laughs) Oh, wow. Do you remember who made that video?
0: Provost Park Pass.
2: Oh, I love
0: them. Oh, they're great. I just watched that video because I'm going to tell you that, I'm, like we discussed last night on the DCAST, um, I'm watching the Imagineering story again for like the third time. And um, I was watching this the episode when talking about how they built Disneyland Paris. And uh, I told Tim about this at work. I told my wife um, like three days ago, I said, here's the plan. Um, May, in three years, we'll be celebrating our 30th wedding anniversary. So I told her, I said, my plan is that I want to go to Paris. And she's like, "Oh, that sounds great." You know, she didn't know what my ulterior motive was. Was that I want to go to Disneyland <laughs> Paris for two of those days? You know, so That'll
3: be <laughs> amazing. For you.
0: I told her that we'll do the Disneyland Paris for two days, and then we'll do all that other Paris stuff the other two days—the tower and the bridge and all that t- cathedrals and stuff. But yeah, my motive is to go there for that. But because from what I've heard and I'm watching their video, make me even want to go more. Just it's the most beautiful park of, of any of them. Um, it was designed that way to be built as, and it was. To be deemed the most beautiful Disneyland park, which I got to see that before I die, so
3: it's going to happen. See the dragon on so
0: Castle. Root for me for three oh, yeah. in three years. That's happening. Oh yeah.
2: <laughs> I was watching a video today from theme park history, I believe, because that whole circle of Disney history YouTube genre is awesome. And they were talking about Phantom Manor and how uh-huh. Phantom Manor relates back to their Big Thunder Mountain. And I just thought that was so cool.
0: <laughs> I can't, but I was watching, um, yeah, Theme Park History. I love them because one of the articles that I write for the Disney Insider, they're like one of my main sources for where I get my information. So um, they're great. I absolutely love their, their videos and how detailed they are. Um, the one thing that I can't wait to see, and I wasn't really aware of this, was that for one, Space Mountain in Paris actually launches f- from the outside. Mm-hmm. In, into the into the top of the ride, then it does. Then you do the ride, and I believe there's loops in it.
2: Yes, it is the only looping Space Mountain, which is one of the biggest questions that people ask when they are about to ride Space Mountain: is does it go upside Loop. down? <laughs> yep, and we say the, only the the one in Paris.
0: Right, and then I also saw that you mentioned Thunder Mountain. Thunder Mountain actually launches from from land and goes under, under the rivers of whatever they call it there onto an Island. And the whole Island in the middle of this uh, river is big thunder mountain ride.
2: Isn't that so cool.
0: Yeah. Thank you, Tony Baxter. (laughs) 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 That dude is amazing.
2: And every time I see anything big thunder mountain related now, I think of you.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I was looking through all the pictures the other day of that. You do the highlights on our, um, on our Instagram page and that you, um, the picture of me and Zach and you had a little bubble up there and says big Thunder Mountain. So,
2: mm-hmm.
0: yeah, that's well, what I that. always
2: think you're thinking of. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do love it. So yep. it is my top one of my top three. So, so now we're going to focus a little bit on Disney Imagineering in a box. Um, Imagineering in a box is a free online program that brings together talents of Disney around imagineers around the world and a one of a kind learning experience. Um, You've done this. So I kind of wanted to focus on this a little bit. And I want you to tell our listeners because we're parks related and Imagineering Imagineers make the parks. So, Mm -hmm. and you want to be an Imagineer. So I'm assuming you probably did this the first day it came out, correct?
2: I waited a few days just because it was still during my finals, but I maybe had five different people, most of them who really had no idea about what Imagineering was, send right. it to me. Cause they had seen it in articles and I was like, okay, I, I gotta do it. They first, I think
0: you sent it to us saying, Hey, look at this. Look at this. It's free. It's free. I remember you sending us the link to it. We're like, what am I, what is yeah. this? Yeah,
2: They first announced it back at the D23 expo in 2019, but it was a part of Khan Academy Uh, where you would have to pay for it. And I believe it was $50 or something. It was some price that I was like, oh, well, (sighs) can't do that. I I want to, but for $50. And when they announced that it would be free along with their Pixar in a box series about making movies with Pixar, I was so excited. Uh, But I did sit down in one day and blow through the entire thing it is separated into three uh, lessons: creating worlds, designing attractions, and bringing characters to life. Mm-hmm. And you learn through a series of six-minute videos. It averages out to, I think, three hours. Uh, it, it's the, three hours total, but the whole thing. They're all, okay. mm-hmm, but they're all six-minute videos. Um, teaching you how to create a new land in a theme park Mm -hmm. and they went yeah if you're someone who loves watching theme park history videos if you're someone who is an ideas person who likes jotting down the things that you think up Mm -hmm. this is the program for you and so
0: basically you
2: you. Uh yeah, it was right up my alley, but even yeah. kids can do it. If you That's have so cool. no experience in building anything, but you're just someone with ideas who likes mm-hmm. to create, this is perfect. And they even give you tools as the the lessons go on to try and test out your ideas. Right. They talk about in the creating worlds Joe Rody says he has an inspiration board. So try cutting out items from magazines that might not have anything to do with the land that you want, but mm-hmm. create the feel like colors or words. Uh, they say a lot that you don't have to be an artist in order to make great ideas happen, mm-hmm. uh, Yeah. Designing Attractions, they have a simulator program they can give you where you can lay out the track of an attraction and put carts in and have areas for show stops that you time for like five seconds and see if you can get all of the cars to time exactly so none of them run into each other. Oh my gosh. Yeah. So,
0: so this is something that me and Tim can do at work.
3: Oh yes. <laughs> I'm gonna be
0: preoccupied now. <laughs> so I have, to, I have it's to ask. Related, you can do it. I that's have to, true. I have to ask, what was the land you created?
2: <sighs> okay. I'm gonna start <laughs> off by saying it is not Disney related.
0: Okay, that's fair.
2: Um, I I started off being really silly. Mm -hmm. I I wasn't from coming from a place where I was very serious. I was like, oh, well, this is, this would be fun. I I feel like I could think the most about this. And when I went further and further into that idea, I started realizing, oh, this is a concept that I'm very passionate about. This is something that I.
0: Wait, I'm going to I'm going to guess before you say it. Okay puppeteering
2: has nothing to do with puppets
0: oh wow oh wow
2: yeah. uh he you said but, you're oh
0: wait 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 i want to try to guess <laughs> um dancing
2: no nope. it's it's an ip it's okay it's an intellectual property
0: okay give me a Not hint
2: owned by disney it's harry potter um it's universal
0: simpsons no that's disney now sorry <laughs>
2: You know what? Or, or, or I is it? <laughs> so, uh, Universal does still have a deal with The Simpsons, and they just opened a Simpsons themed land in Universal, Orlando. Mm-hmm. I don't think I'm going to uh, detail exactly what I have in my land because when I got to a certain point, I realized this is something that I'm going to put in my portfolio, and this is something fair that enough. I want to pitch one day. That's fair uh, enough
0: we can leave it then if you don't want to tell us that's fine I totally respect that and get that
2: uh yeah but I will give you the hint that it is based on uh a property from my favorite movie and that movie involves Jim Carrey and that's where we're gonna leave it (laughs)
0: that that was easy oh i bet it's amazing okay, okay. so i'm pretty sure it, we'll talk we'll talk about that when we're not recording one day when we're all back together yep. i want to hear about that so i'm pretty sure we all know what that is but that's fine yep. <laughs> so um so during that process of the imagineering in the box do you like submit your work to then do they check it or is there anything like that or no is it just kind no. of no no okay. and
2: and frankly i'm not sure if i'd want to submit direct work to them anyhow. It's nothing that's graded. Uh sure. but they do have actual imagineers coming in and showing you their processes. Um like they talk about specifically Pandora, mm-hmm. Battle for the Sunken Treasure, which is the Pirates of the Caribbean ride in Shanghai Disneyland. Okay. Uh and oh I forget what the third
0: that Pirates land. of the Caribbean is absolutely insane though.
2: It is. is that the one it's where so, they go
0: through the ships? That's the one yes. where you go through the ships oh, and it moves back so and amazing. forth it's and, so and, and it's held oh sideways and stuff. So.
2: But you know what's even more amazing is that's not what they really dwell on. Oh, really? They Yeah. When they talk about creating the world and creating a sense of where you are, they talk about the brick. The brick of the outside of this pirate-themed area. So... They mentioned that they wanted it to be a, a kind of royal place that was taken over by pirates. Right. And they asked themselves, okay, what would that look like? What would this kind of Spanish-inspired piratey place look like? And they got down to every detail of how the wood was shaped, what, huh. how much wear would be on the wood. And they looked all over the world for blue bricks that wouldn't wear the bricks were actually handmade to be mm-hmm. blue to give the feel of water oh wow and they were hand laid in such a way where guests wouldn't trip on them but they would look older and just the thought that went into that the thought that went into the detailing of the restrooms um as well was just mind boggling because oh. you know n- not everyone will notice those details. Hardly anyone will, but everyone will notice if those details aren't there.
0: Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So overall, would you recommend that to anyone that wants to do it?
2: 10 out of 10 would recommend.
0: 10 10 out of 10 would recommend from Brooke. Mm -hmm. All right. So we're going to go into some this week in Disney history, so um, I just I described a few things to, to kind of chat about a little bit, and then we're going to wrap it up talking about um, some uh, TikTok and Instagram stuff for the cast members online. So, a few things in Disney history for this week, um, April twenty second of nineteen ninety eight, um, Disney World's eight hundred million dollar Animal Kingdom finally opens. Uh, it opens with five attractions, nine exhibits, and twelve live entertainment shows. Um, two of the three lands, two of the three major lands are africa and dino land that's why i was saying when you talking about the the other two parks that they like to open parks in in april so mm-hmm. uh, 1983 the fantasy and the sky fireworks show deb- show debuts at the at the new tokyo disneyland fantasy and the sky fireworks are probably some of the best it's one of the best fireworks shows in my opinion so have you seen that right
2: i have uh mine still goes with the 60th fireworks uh mm-hmm. live the that magic is
0: really, that is really really oh funny. i
3: love
2: that one <laughs> i i don't think that's the name of is live the magic the name of the fireworks no the i just always call them the 60th fireworks and that's is that the when song you, that
0: that's when you were there right mm-hmm yeah you were there for the 60th anniversary. That's absolutely crazy.
2: It, it lasted forever, so there was a yes, good, it did. <laughs> there was a good chance I'd be there, but I was very lucky to be able to be hired in during the 60th.
0: It lasted so long it messed up the castle. So,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shh, we don't talk about that
0: one. <laughs> okay, all right, we won't talk about
2: that. Um, oh man!
0: In uh, April 22nd, of 2010, um, Disney's Grad Night kicks off for the first time this season at uh, magic kingdom. So it's the first time that they had a grad night, uh, ceremony, uh, grad night celebrations at Walt Disney world. So I remember when I graduated from high school, from senior Valley high school in 1991, we graduated, we hopped on buses and went to Disneyland all night. So oh, the man. grad night, grad night is probably one of the coolest things. Probably one of the things that made me love Disney so much to be there when it wasn't as crowded. You know what I mean? So it's just so cool. And I was with my, with my, with my wife, she was, we're high school sweethearts and she had to go with me. And it was just, Aww. it was just amazing. Just amazing to go there and see concerts over on, you know, Tom Sawyer Island and stuff is so cool. I absolutely love grad nights. Um, was
2: it still super crazy? I Have only heard super crazy grad stories, grad night stories. It it
0: was crazy. I mean, they people were kids were getting caught trying to sneak alcohol in, obviously, stuff like that, and just (laughs) craziness. And I know a crazy story for ours is on our way back, we came back about seven, eight o'clock in the morning. I remember that. The, uh, the bus we were on blew two tires. So we had to sell on the side of the uh, five freeway for like an hour. They came out and switched oh, buses geez. with us. So, and we were up all night anyway, after graduating, because there was no break. We went from graduation, the buses were in the parking lot. So it was just an all, just an exhausting. You know, by that time, you're just completely um. exhausted. So <laughs> But it was fun. I I would never give that that back grad night was the coolest thing that's awesome uh april 24th 2009 um imagineering legend marty Scalar, if you watch imagineering story he is all over that that uh that documentary um announces that and to all the imagineers that he will say goodbye to the walt disney imagineering on july 17th so july 17th 2009 uh, he was uh he was done whatever is done to all great Disney legends. They gave him a window on uh, Main Street USA. So very, very cool. Marty Sklar is great. I And some of the ideas he had, uh, I like listen, watching him in the Imagineering stories. Just Yeah. It's great.
2: I, I keep trying to find One Little Spark, his book, somewhere, because every Imagineer has told me that's the book I need to read. But I cannot find it anywhere. It's like impossible to really? get. Yeah.
0: What's it called? But- One Little...
2: One little spark, just like Figment.
0: Okay, if you guys are listening, if anyone knows where to get that book, message us on the Decast Instagram and let us know, and we will find a way to make it happen for you. We'll make it worth your while if you can find it. Thank there you, you. go. Of course. Uh, April 25th, 2008, Michael Eisner, who was Disney's CEO between 84 and 2005, got a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. Nice. Yeah. Congratulations, Michael Eisner. Yeah. I loved him. i like, I know, like Andy said last night in our main show that he, that he was a huge fan of Michael Eisner. I know that they say Michael Eisner did a lot of bad things, but he did a lot of good things. He did. Um, Splash Mountain, California adventure, which some people like it. Some people hate it, but he's, I liked him. I'm, I'm happy with, uh, I I like Michael Eisner. What's your thoughts on Michael Eisner, Brooke? Me? Yeah.
2: Uh, You
0: love his his son. I know that. (laughs) Uh, I
2: I think we've said this on the show before. Uh, Both him and Frank Wells did some wonderful things for the company. Um, It's interesting to see where uh, Bob Iger is now, because unfortunately with Michael Eisner, there was a lot of bad timing that happened. Right. and I, I do believe that Bob Iger is really in a spot where he has such goodwill on on his record that he will still go down as one of the best CEOs Disney has ever had. Oh, I agree um, with you.
0: Absolutely. But,
2: but it's interesting to see that history.
0: Oh, absolutely. Um, Disney, uh, 2001, April 27th, Disneyland's Rocket Rods. Um <laughs> disneyland's rocket rods a ride that was a brash new to tomorrowland when the aging fun zone got a hundred million dollar facelift in 1998 closes forever (laughs) 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 the rocket rods were open for three whole years i think in those in those three years i wrote it once because just like it says in here the thing was always broken (laughs) yeah
2: oh yeah you know I watched another video from Review Time, and that's Time with a Y. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, no, this one was from Defunct Land. I'm thinking of one from Defunct Land. I'm sorry. They okay. are all wonderful channels, but I do get their videos mixed up uh, on the original idea of Tomorrowland. And it was interesting to note that from the beginning, Tomorrowland was kind of an afterthought. Land right, for Walt, right. so uh, things like the rocket rods and things like fix Tomorrowland. Let's update Tomorrowland. That was even what Walt was thinking about.
0: Right, so. it was done, and a lot of it was done after he passed away. Right after he passed away, that's what they focused on was finishing Tomorrowland and the Pirates, Pirates of the Caribbean. So, yeah, mm-hmm. rocket rods. <laughs> I
2: never R-I-P. got to
3: write
0: it. You never got to write it. Never. No, and you you didn't broke up right.
2: Nope, my okay, first well, visit to Disneyland was 2007.
0: Ah, let me tell you guys both—you're not missing <laughs> anything. It was—it was really, really bumpy, and um, I think that was part of why it shut down. That was a big rumor because it was so hard on the track because the track was built in this—it this, oh, yeah. was the People Mover track, and it was built in the late 60s. So yeah. you, you know, 30 years later, they're trying to do something where you're going like really up to fast, like 30 yeah. miles an hour, really quick and then slow down and then make that sharp turn behind star tours or behind where Buzz Lightyear is. So it just, it was the weirdest thing. I, I didn't get it. And I'm bringing back the people over. Yes.
2: yeah. I, agree. <laughs> I, yep. I will say I'm glad that we have test track and radiator Springs racers yes, probably absolutely. because of it.
0: Yep. Yep. Um, 2006, April 28th, uh, Disney's California, Food and wine weekends began for the very first time at the Anaheim Park. Now that's basically the uh, food and wine that's last for like a month now. So that happened then. Uh, April 29th, 2009, former Imagineers Raleigh Crump and Don Egrin are honored with Main Street windows as well. So Raleigh Crump, um, if you don't know who he is, Raleigh Crump was the one that uh, designed the facade for uh, It's a Small World. Oh, yeah um when they were at the world's fair in 1964 he was the one that designed the uh, hideous um statue that uh no one liked <laughs> but uh they didn't even they was so ugly they didn't even bring it back oh, they, 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 did, they did and it was it was too heavy to bring back so they're like nah but yeah 2009 they got they got windows which if no one doesn't know if you walk through walk down main street in disneyland if you look up above top windows um you're going to see anyone's name up there. That was anyone back in the day, uh, like Marty Scalar, uh, Raleigh Crump. Uh, I believe Walt's dad is on one of them. Is that true?
2: Uh, I, or does he have I his own? I not believe st- it.
0: Yeah. It, and just anyone Elias you can think Disney? of. Elias, yeah.
2: Well, and Elias the- and Co. is the name of the store on Buena Vista Street as well. That's right. So that's right. The, there are a lot of tributes to him somewhere, but I'm not sure... Yeah, I'm, I'm
0: not sure about a window but i might be wrong there but i know mary blair has a window if you look up there's just so many people that walt wanted to honor them by having those up there and it's a good i love it i love looking up there and just taking a look around trying. oh who's that who's that you know last thing for the history this week um april 29 2015 um disney purchased a carousel Inn on harbor boulevard um why this is significant is because they spent 32 million dollars to buy a hotel um the plan was i remember back when they were talking about this that they were going to um basically take down the hotel and they were going to create a walkway over harbor boulevard and have a parking structure off of harbor behind all the hotels i don't when you when you were down there was this going on or what no so now this thirty-two million-dollar hotel is just an empty lot sitting there because the, it was called the East Eastern Gateway Project. Was that was the oh, idea of it?
2: Okay. Uh, they of, I think they were go- That go ahead. I think that's near the uh,
0: harbor and Catella. The Pumba yeah.
2: parking lot. Yeah, the Pumba
0: yeah, the par- parking lot. Yeah, the, yeah, that's where it was. The parking lot was – they were going to build a parking lot on the corner right there across from DCA. But the idea was you had to walk behind all the hotels
2: mm-hmm.
0: and then get in this walkway, which was going to take you over Harbor Boulevard. But um, the city argued it. The, um all the hotels fought it because they realized that they'd have no walking traffic in front of their hotels. So they didn't, because one of the ideas of being a hotel on Harbor Boulevard is that you're right there. Yeah. And it was, it would have been too hard for their guests to have to walk down, walk all the way down the end of this walkway, walk back over and walk through. So just a, a weird history that they kind of spent some money on something that obviously now probably never will happen. And they would have had to move the monorail track and it yep. was just a huge nightmare. I, w- I thought it was a great idea. But and I and I used to stay at those hotels on Harbor, but I don't get it. I don't get why it didn't happen. But thirty million dollars gone. So yeah, that's that. So the last thing we want to talk about tonight, Brooke, is we've talked a lot about the, the cast members and and how they're dealing with stuff. And um, you said you want to get into a little bit of um, some of the stuff they're doing on uh, Instagram and on TikTok, which. I'm on TikTok now, so um, I don't have any, I don't have any videos and I probably will never post a video, but uh, yeah, I'm on TikTok. It's pretty cool. I love it. (laughs) Yeah. Are you on TikTok,
1: Brooke?
2: I am not on TikTok, but I really enjoy seeing what other people have been creating for it. Like I said, I, I really like that even in kind of a horrible situation, people are finding the best of it and are finding ways to still bring that magic with them. Mm -hmm. And part of the way they're doing that is through online platforms such as Instagram and such as TikTok. Uh, There has been a cast member Don't Rush Me challenge. Now, the Don't Rush Me challenge is typically done with several of your friends in different clips. You show yourself yourself Normally, like kind of how you are if you're lying around the house or just woke up and you tap the camera with a makeup brush. And when the makeup brush is removed, you are all made up and you're all ready for your day or your outing. And I've seen a lot with uh, cosplayers doing the Don't Rush Me Challenge. Okay, Cast members have now joined in on the Don't Rush Me Challenge with their costumes that they have at home. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there is an amazing video. I'll try and see who posted that. Uh, but it has so many cast members just wearing their costumes inside. I know that the, uh, the Disneyland ambassadors and Josh DiAmaro and everyone has tried to post photos of themselves in the parks with Uh the hashtag we will be back better than ever as an encouragement to other cast members and to other parks fans that this isn't the end and we we will be back and better than ever so that's been really encouraging to see so many people post those my favorites though are the ones where people recreate Disney attractions I know you've sent quite a few my my way
0: they are are so good yeah. The, pirates, the one, pirates. I think the pirates one is one, one. of the yeah. best ones. But we were at work and, and we, and it's funny because me and Tim both work at the same place and you know, that if our boss pages, me and Tim together <laughs> over to the, to, to the, to the other office, it has something to do with Disney.
3: Yep. Always. So,
0: so a couple of weeks back when this was first starting, I remember the Sean and Tim to the sales office, we both knew. So at this time, everyone's like, well, what are they talking about? We want to hear too. So everyone uh, came over because we know that's always Disney. And it was the the video of the family doing the Pirates of the Caribbean, which is just the coolest thing. I guess when you have that much time on your hands, you're not doing anything. Why why not do something creative like that? Yeah. And I've seen the, the Jungle Book one, the Jungle Cruise ones are yeah. so good. The Haunted Mansion ones when they're actually this, the, trying to do the stretching portraits. I'm like, you guys are <laughs> so so creative. It's, it's amazing. And the yeah. Jungle
2: Cruise one was done by in part real skippers or real former skippers. And so that was really cool to see them getting to spiel and still do what they do so well. Right. Through an online platform, even when we're all still at home. And now, by the way, that don't rush me challenge, uh-huh. uh Mehi Yamong is the person who posted that to Facebook. Meihi. Mm -hmm. So that's M-E-I-J-I.
0: I I messed that up. Wow. Okay. (laughs) I know. (laughs) Uh,
2: Another family did an entire recreation of the Tiki Room. They got their son to dress up in a Hawaiian shirt like a cast member and do the intro to the show. And they made birds with pull strings so they could pull their mouths open and close
3: to do
2: the Tiki Room show people are being so awesome with That's, all of these ideas. I could never come up with this. Well,
0: you're going to have to when you come to Imagineer. But so you <laughs> said, you said that um, there was also a um, Instagram template one that, did you happen to find yeah. one while we've been talking? Did you, did you happen to find one? I have. One?
2: There are so okay, many so what, going on out there. And, what I want you
0: to do is I want you to ask Tim all these questions because oh. they, can kind of, they can kind of get to know him. So come into the mic a little bit more there okay. so we can hear you.
2: <laughs> okay. So, Tim, this is the Disney California Adventure Bingo. Ooh. Uh-huh. And I'm going to read off the squares, and you're going to have to tell me if you've done this or not. Okay. Beaten someone at Toy Story Midway Mania.
3: Um, I have beaten my brother. Uh, it's my older brother, Aaron. So that's a yes. So, yes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Take that, Aaron.
3: Yeah, yeah exactly.
2: Ridden the swinging gondola at the Pixar Pal around?
3: No, no, definitely no. <laughs> no. It scares me. It looks like fun, but then I get up to it and I'm like, no, I'll do the outside one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I get that. I always love teasing people who haven't been on it because there's a barf bag on the side of it. Oh I, my. <laughs> I love I pointing that out and teasing them about it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> cried during World of Color.
3: Not not really cried. Um, it, enjoyed it a lot. Almost a tear of happiness, but no, no cry. <laughs> okay.
2: No tears, no point. No gotcha. tears. <laughs> has, has had the mac and cheese bread bowl at the Pacific Wharf Cafe.
3: Yes, and it's incredible.
2: So good. I love that one. Uh, <laughs> created an earthquake at the Ghirardelli shop.
3: Yes, I've actually stood there waiting for the painting in the background to start shaking and all the lights going off. And oh, yes.
2: <laughs> I love that one, too.
3: That one's uh, great.
2: Eaten the free be- bread on the bakery tour.
3: Yep. Oh, yes. <laughs> My mom introduced me to that and it's amazing. Yeah.
2: Gotten completely drenched on Grizzly River Run.
3: Oh, yeah. Every single time I go on that ride, it's always where I'm going backwards down the hill. (laughs) And I'm always the one getting soaked.
2: (laughs) I don't know how they do it, but I feel like it's the same person every time.
3: Yeah, I don't know how they do it.
2: (laughs) Uh, Gone to the park just to get an adult beverage.
3: Nope. I have had one adult beverage there once, but I never went to the park to have one. (laughs)
2: I feel like that one is more one for locals. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah, of course.
2: (laughs) Won the race on Radiator Springs Racers.
3: Oh, yes. Many times.
2: (laughs) Eaten lobster nachos.
3: Mm, I don't think I have. Yeah, I'm going to say no on that.
2: They are some of my favorite, Uh, albeit the price has increased by at least like four dollars and the plate size has shrunk
3: shrunk a little bit (laughs) since
2: we first had it but it's still good as ever
3: where do you get that at
2: uh you get it i was going to say at the cove bar but no you get it at lamplight lounge
3: i didn't get to go there when i went this last time in september i Mm -hmm. wanted to so bad but i didn't have time
2: I get you. It's definitely one that you have to make time for. And I wouldn't say one that you have to do, but if you have the time, definitely. I love the food. Their, uh, their brunch menu is my favorite. Sat in the front on the Incredicoaster.
3: Not the Incredicoaster. I did when it was California screaming, but not Incredicoaster. (laughs) Oh, yes. Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, talked with crush.
3: Yes. Oh, yes. Turtle Taco Crush. I love it.
2: <laughs> it's my favorite. Really good thing. I, I keep saying that, but I feel like everything. Is
3: everything's. Beautiful. Yeah, everything's I, amazing there.
2: I just really miss Disney. So that I'm oh, going to I say everything is my favorite from now yep. <laughs> on. Uh, Free space. Uh, found at least five hidden Mickeys.
3: Yes. Yep. Mainly in Disneyland.
2: Do you have a favorite hidden Mickey?
3: That's a good question. Um, Not. (laughs) I can't really think of a favorite. Yeah, I don't have a favorite. They're all really good.
2: Watched the Frozen live at the Hyperion.
3: No, I've never seen that, but I have seen the Aladdin when it was there before Frozen. Yeah, I miss that show, but Frozen I heard is really good, so I'll have to make time to go see that
2: yeah you have to uh, but yeah i'm I miss Aladdin too,
3: yep <laughs> the genie rock- is amazing in that
2: oh so good yeah uh, did you see the sing along with James Monroe Egelhart, who's the genie on Aladdin or was the genie on yeah, so in good
0: the whole thing was so good. that yeah, whole sing along was, was amazing
2: uh, have you rock climbed in Redwood Creek? the Redwood Creek trail challenge challenge trail. <laughs> that's hard. Is that the say. one
3: right outside of the grand Californian? It is. Yep. Oh yes, I have. And I got the little netted areas. You can walk around the net bridges and.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Oh we yeah. That's, some- that's so much fun.
2: Uh, you have soared over both California and the world.
3: Nope. Just soaring over California.
2: <laughs> like half a point.
3: there. <laughs> I know. Right. <laughs>
2: Also, we totally have to cut you some slack because it's not like we live right across from the right. parks at all.
3: I know, it's, but I do go once a year, so I, there's no excuse. Okay, <laughs> I'm sort of a okay, okay. in yep. that case. <laughs>
2: <Right>. <laughs> Dined at the Alfresco Tasting Terrace.
3: I have never been there.
2: Uh, the pasta is good, but my number one favorite is still the Countdown Chicken Fusilli at Pizza Ooh. Planet. Yeah. Uh been to the food and wine festival?
3: I have not done that either. Every single time it's not going when I go down there. I usually go in there in the winter time, so. Uh
2: mm. has has ordered the Mickey's fun wheel drink. Since I know the answer to the lobster nachos, I think I know the answer to this one too.
3: <laughs> yeah, that one's going to be a no.
2: <laughs> it's very pretty, but it's very strong. Is it alcohol? Uh, Mm -hmm.
3: that's probably why i haven't tried it
2: yeah (laughs) Um, my friends always order it uh it was a tradition on your 21st birthday we would buy you a or uh, a friend would buy you a mickey's fun wheel but i never ordered one myself uh Played one of the arcade games on Pixar Pier. Er, arcade games. No. The, played one of the Midway games on Pixar Pier.
3: I definitely have. The little Wally one. Aww, I, oh yeah.
2: I like the Mo prize. <laughs> some of The
3: Mo prize, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: Some of those prizes are really awesome because you don't get those characters merchandised at all. You right. can only get them there. Uh ridden the red car trolley
3: i have yep
2: uh gotten free chocolate at ghirardelli
3: oh of course (laughs) shout out to my friend eric
2: (laughs) yes it is (laughs) shout out to my friend eric for working there we love you uh found the four leaf clover in a bug's land
0: Ooh,
3: i don't think i have
2: RIP Bugs Land. Huh. Uh, I hope <laughs> I hope they find a way to somehow hide a four-leaf clover in, in maybe Marvel the Land. PIM Yeah, in the PIM yeah. tasting kitchen of Avengers campus or, yeah. or PIM test F- kitchen. I believe is know. the official title.
0: So is is did he get bingo?
2: Uh and last one, have you purchased a dining package? I have not. No, uh, you did get bingo <laughs> nice. on the first row down.
0: Nice. I've oh, seen so. that. I've seen that challenge. I've seen the Cal, the, the Disneyland um, one as well.
2: Oh yeah. That, it was between that one and the Disneyland one. I almost did, but right. thank you to at LG Disney. So underscore LG Disney for creating that template. Absolutely.
0: And that I'll try great.
2: and, I'll try and post some more onto the decast Instagram page for our followers to do as well.
0: Well, that brings us to an hour. So, we actually had a full, ma- we had a full extra magic hour tonight.
2: Oh, it my goes, goodness. It goes by so extra much, it goes magical. by
0: so fun when you're having a good time. So, Brooke, awesome to talk to you again and uh, to hear your voice and to be able to do this show again. Um, I really enjoy doing this because, you know, we both have the huge love for the parks. So now we have Tim here as well. So uh, I'm looking forward to good things to come. And uh, we're going to get back at it with the attraction battles. And I promise to step my game up and not just have two-word answers. And I want to get into some uh, descriptions of attractions and just talk about that stuff. Since the parks aren't open, we can at least bring what we know about the parks to the people. So with that being said, we're going to close out this episode of the Extra Magic Hour by saying, "Have, have a, a ma- magical, magical day." day. <laughs> it, never, it, it never works when we're not together, so <laughs> we tried this on the decast like eight times last night and it didn't work. But um, have a magical Even... day, everyone. Say, so, go ahead. Say, so what do you want to say before we go?
2: That that was it. Oh, all right. That was it.
0: <laughs> all right. Good good night, folks. We'll talk to you again next week. Have a great day.
1: Hey there everyone, thanks for listening to the Extra Magic Hour brought to you by The Decast and the DisNsider.com. For more podcasts and content, make sure you go to thedisinsider.com, your number one source for all things Disney Pixar, Marvel and Star Wars, breaking news, and all that jazz. Also, if you want to hear more, go to anchor.fm slash the Dcast or thedcast.net. Thanks for listening and have a magical day.